0: Financial advisor Steve Peasley.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Invest Talk. It is Monday, December 12th, 2022. I don't know if you had time over the weekend to get your Christmas shopping started or finished or halfway done, but you need to get it done. I haven't started yet myself, but that's okay. But Christmas is now less than two weeks away. Two weeks. Okay, and then, of course, we got the new year after that, and then the now 2023 starts up. Has not been a very good year for the market, and it probably won't end up being a very good year for the market. I'm pretty sure of that. Anyways, the market today had a nice update. It was pleasant for a nice change. Um, but the market is, I think, it's dangerous. It's in a dangerous, I think we might even get a rally Now, going into the year, but I think that's a dangerous rally. I think it's something that we have to be cautious of. We'll see. Anyways, you do have to balance your portfolio. You do have to do your tax loss selling before the end of the year. You have to get those basic things done. Prepare yourself for the tax season. Um, And that means uh, harvesting losses. If you have gains to apply to any of your losses, if you have capital gains, Congratulations. But you need to harvest losses to offset them so you don't have to pay taxes. And remember, you can put $3,000 of losses toward your ordinary income. So you can reduce your ordinary income by $3,000 and pay less taxes. So make sure you consider that as well. The phone line never changes. Welcome to the radio and podcast. I'm Steve Peasley. And that phone is always open, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a phone where you get to call in, ask questions here on Invest Talk. You can ask anything financial. The number is 888-99-CHART. Of course, I always have a lot of material to go through every time I do the show, and so does Justin. My focus point today uh, concerns the question, what's the most important number to watch in the November CPI report, which comes out tomorrow? cpi consumer price index so the november the november cpi is out tomorrow and give us come and you want to don't look at the top line number necessarily that's not the number you want to look at look at the core number which excludes food and energy why would it exclude food and energy because it's volatile and we're trying to get an understanding of the the basic inflation pressures Even though I always say, we we personally, us, you, and me, we can't avoid food and energy. We have to pay it. But we're talking from an economic point of view and a stock market point of view. Probably better to look at it, X, the food and energy sector, and see what the underlying inflation is telling us. Time permitting, i got a number of other topics. Uh, Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank says these are the biggest risks for the stock market in 2023 you only listed two things so we'll go over that how much can you make in retirement before triggering income taxes do you know I have the numbers for you they are pretty low and the Harvard School uh, Harvard the ha- Harvard School economist a Harvard School economist says this is the biggest money mistake you will regret. So, what's that? We're talking about those things. Those are on my on my agenda today. And of course, you have an agenda. We have we have voice bank questions backed up. Uh, someone wants to talk about Dillard's, which we'll, we should be able to get to, and Val Val V A L E Val. Uh, we'll, we should be able to get to that too. So, I've got all these things planned. But, of course, you come first with your live calls, 888-99-CHART. The market was up today. The Dow was up 529 points. The Dow, was, um, the Dow was up 529 points. The Nasdaq up 139. And the S&P was up 56. So overall, and I noticed that the market kind of rallied toward the end of the day. So overall, it was a good day for the market. We are going to find out what the Fed's going to do with interest rates on Wednesday. The bets are the odds are a 0.50 percent increase in the money in the uh, Fed fund rate. That's what the what the odds are telling us. So we'll see. Okay, let's go ahead and take our first caller. Hi, Steve Justin. Dave from Ohio. My question is about preferred stocks. If you could shine a little bit of light on them, I'm trying to produce like a an income stream. If it's a good idea, or just your general thoughts.
2: I'll be looking forward to your answer. Thank you.
1: I don't mind preferred stocks at all, but what you do, preferred stocks are more like bonds. Individual companies issue them. Okay, um, so you want to have a company that's pretty strong because if you were going to buy a bond, you want the company to be pretty strong because you need to—they need to pay it. A preferred pays a set uh, uh, yield on their preferred stock, so a certain yield, 5%, 4%, 6%, 7%. And the higher the yield, the more risky the, the stock would be. That's how it usually works. But make sure you look at the fundamentals of the company to make sure that they can pay that preferred uh, yield. So um, in the event of bankruptcy, um, who gets first dibs on the assets of the company are the bondholders and then the preferred holders, and then the common stock shareholders. So you're higher up in the uh, asset grab if something does happen to the company. But I have no problem with perverts. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, they've been around for years. And as I said again, make sure the company's strong and can pay that. That's all your biggest concern is. So we got a special event coming up on Thursday at 2 p.m. that I think you should know about. KPP Financial is preparing a special wealth webinar, Income Opportunities in a Rising Rate World. It is free, but you have to register. Topics will include a look at the macro environment, the Fed's role, asset classes, fixed income opportunities, and various ways to earn income with options like selling calls and puts. And, of course, there is more than that and it will cover these topics and questions. What is the near and long-term outlook for inflation? What sources of income are best suited for each type of investor? How can you limit risk when searching for income? Now, this free online webinar will be presented live on Thursday, December 15th at 2 p.m., that specific time. Learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com. And remember, you have to register, okay? We're heading into a break. I welcome your financial investment questions. You can do it right now. No questions too simple or too complex. You set the agenda, everybody. Call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART.
3: In today's world, a variety of factors are affecting the stock markets. Serious investors know building a secure financial future requires hard work and determination that's why now more than ever when it comes to the planning execution and maintenance of your portfolio you need invest talk with total downloads nearing 50 million each invest talk podcast should be one of your key financial planning and educational tools invest talk is a free download and host Justin Klein and Steve Peasley Stand ready to provide their unbiased guidance and professional analysis developed from real time data research and years of investing experience. 24 7, rain or shine, during smooth sailing or on rough weather days, the Invest Talk listener line is open and waiting for your questions. You set the agenda. Don't forget to call Invest Talk 888 99Chart.
2: Each day, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments.
1: Sid in North Carolina. How are you doing, Sid? Hi, Steve.
2: Uh, Happy holiday. Thank you for taking my call and all the guidance. Uh, I'm really enjoying your show every day. Thank you. So thank you so much. I want to ask about MSGE, Medicine Square Garden. I have a very small position. uh, And, of course, it's not doing well because
0: of the COVID and everything. But I don't know whether at this point should I hold, add,
1: or sell I would like to know your opinion and what should be the guidance going forward. Thank you so very much. Is that MSGE? Yes. MSGE. Is, okay, that's MSG Entertainment. Engaged in the, uh, in the provision of music, entertainment, and venue rental services. It's a $1.3 billion company, $40 stock. They don't make money, they have never made money. Uh, sales are growing pretty fast, 36% in the most recent quarter, 74% before that. So sales are growing. They just don't make a profit yet. And then they also have a negative cash flow of $2.04. They do have debt uh, that's concerning. Management owns 6%. Funds own 55%. And they've been steady the last year. Um They're going to lose only $0.04 next year. Well, actually, the year after next, 2024, they're going to lose $0.04 a share. Next year, 2023, they're going to lose $1.95. And last year, they lost $5.77 a share. So it's very hard to evaluate a company that doesn't make any money and is selling for $40 a share. And all you have is growth of sales. Your hope is those sales will eventually turn into profits. But it hasn't done so in the last several years. So, for me, uh, it used to sell for 100 bucks a share or more, and now it's down to 40 I think it's got more to, more to go on the downside. I don't think I'd be a buyer of this stock at this point. I don't like buying stocks that don't make money, as you all know. So, I, I would not be an owner of this stock. Sid, thanks for the call. appreciate it. Let's go to Kevin in the Bay Area. How are you doing, Kevin?
4: Good. How are you doing today?
1: Good. Thank you for the call.
0: Yeah, I I got a question about uh, TPC.
4: Um, I'm I'm looking to I'm wondering if I should uh, sell some for for tax loss harvesting for, for this year. Okay, down about forty percent, and I'm a little worried that it's a value trap, and their debt levels
0: are are fairly high. Compared to their
1: okay, stuff. this is a Tudor Perini Group, Perini Group, I guess. Uh, TPC provides general contracting, construction management, and design building services. Uh, they're going to make a dollar three a share next year. This year, they're going to lose two dollars and thirty one cents. They have been a pretty consistent earners. You know, they, they've only lost money in two years, and that's going to be this year and then two thousand nineteen. So I'm not sure why. Um, sales have been shrinking, and they're going to continue to shrink. Unfortunately, uh, looks like, but not dramatically. Just shrink. Turn equity seven percent. Management owns twenty percent. That's that's a huge amount for management to own, uh, which is a, you know a positive sign. At least that you know they are focused. It's most of their wealth that's involved in here. But it's only a three hundred eighty-four million dollar company. It's a really tiny company. I probably would go ahead and harvest some losses. I would harvest the losses on this one. Because I think uh, I think it's going to head. Right, I think it's going to roll over on you. I really do. Um, and if it breaks down below that 550 area, I don't know how far down it's going to go. So I think I think I would sell and take my losses and use those. I think that's a good idea. They have very strong cash flow, four dollars and forty cents a share. So they have potential. I'll say that they have potential. But I still would take the losses on this one. Appreciate the call. Uh, when people take time out to leave an Investop podcast review on iTunes, we'd like to thank them for the courtesy by getting to their question quickly. So here's from M. Jonesy. Uh, looking at DVN, Devon Energy, price has been getting cr- pushed down based on oil prices and lower dividend an- um, announced. Never, That's always a bad sign. In Q3. I own Devon. I like the dividend, but own the but own the company because it's making money. I would like to add to my position. I'm wondering if this is a buying opportunity. So let's look at let's look at look at Devon Energy, everybody. buddy. <clears throat> an exploration and production of oil, gas, and natural gas in the United States and America. It's a forty billion dollar company, so it's not small. Sixty one dollars. $61.08 a share. They're going to make $9 next year. They made $8.89 this year. They made $3.53 next year. So it's a pretty cheap stock. It pays an 8.5% interest uh, yield, dividend yield, and sales are growing pretty fast. And the stock has rewarded you. I think it's one you hold on to. I think you hold on to this one. The numbers support a higher price going forward. The return equity is 39% it's a good solid company we're headed into a break everybody just and i have are happy to play your recorded voice being questions but we love hearing your live calls our number never changes and it never closes so the number is 888-99-CHART
4: Each time I host the Invest Talk podcast, I have the satisfaction of taking caller questions and then breaking down the often complex dynamics involved. If you've never called, don't hold back. You can leave your Invest Talk questions on the 24 7 anytime listener line at 888 99Chart. 888 992
1: 4278. We're going to listen to our friend Art in Menlo Park. Hi, Art. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Good. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you a question on um, mortgage reduction because I know that uh, you you like to uh, have the uh, mortgage paid off by the time you retire. Correct. So um, I've got uh, a mortgage, but I was thinking about paying it off, but I've decided not to okay. because since the interest rates have gone up so much, right. I was thinking uh, I'll get – you know, a decent amount of interest
0: from the money that I was going to pay the mortgage
1: off with. That's probably the only reason why you would make that kind of decision. What's the mortgage rate that you're paying right now? uh, Just over three. Yeah, so you you can make almost double that in a pretty conservative, uh, you know, bond or even a a high-paying dividend that, like, you know, one of the safer companies out there, Verizon, you know. I mean, Verizon, not, not that I'm suggesting that because I'm not supposed to, uh, pays, you know, 6.9%. I mean, and you know they're not going out of business or going anywhere, and they've never reduced their dividend. But, yeah, that's the only way it makes sense is that you make more money on the money, you know. But most people that I talk to on air art, you know, they just go and squander the money they you know they don't so that's why i always suggest pay off your mortgage in retirement don't just spend it yeah you, know? you know so anyways no so that's not a bad decision to make as long as you're disciplined enough to do it you know that to go ahead and buy something that will pay you more than the mortgage costs it's a good use of your money okay Clark, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. My focus point today concerns this question. What's the most important number to watch in the November CPI report? So the number... So CPI comes out tomorrow, everybody. And it's, I guarantee you the Federal Reserve already has it in their hand and they're meeting and they come out the day after tomorrow with their decision on raising rates. So they already have this number. So when we see it tomorrow, what's the most important part of it? Well, basically... The core, which excludes food and energy. And I know we can't exclude it. Uh, We eat and we got to use the gasoline or whatever energy we need. And we can't exclude it from our life. But when it comes to the Fed trying to determine whether or not inflation is still pushing higher, they will look at the core of the number. That means excluding food and energy. Um, they're, They're looking for... A reduction from last month. Last month it was uh, for October. It was 0.4 percent CPI number overall. They're looking for a 3. Point point, uh, they're looking for a 0.35 percent core CPI. They're looking for a 0.3 percent before it was 0.3 percent is also Since year over year. They're looking for 7.3 percent versus 7.7 7, that way, which was the reading last month. And core CPI year over year, they're looking for it to go down to 6.1 versus 6.3 in October. Those are year over years, those last two. So if we don't get that, but there's some shocking news that it's much higher, the market's not gonna like it. But if we get much lower, the market's gonna like it a lot. So I think the odds of being lower are higher than the odds of it being higher. Now, no one knows that for sure. I don't know that for sure. I'm pretty sure that the Fed's going to raise a half a percent, but no one knows that for sure. But I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do, a half a percent. So if they raise it half a percent and the CPI numbers are lower than expected, in other words, inflation is easing off finally, then the market's going to think that maybe we're at the pivot point and then we'll have a rally. Okay? Not sure how long the rally will last, but we would if that happens. So those are what we're looking for, everybody. Those are what you should be looking for. Let's try another listener question. eight 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 ninety nine chart Hi, this is Justin or Steven here. Uh, this is Gino from San Jose, California. I just wanted to look at a stock here of DDS. The symbol is that DDS is Dillard, the retailer. I wanted to see what do you think about that one at this moment in time, trying to see if I could purchase that one, but... Let me know about what you think about that. Thank you very much, and have a great day, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, Dillard's uh, out of Little Rock, Arkansas, operates 280 department stores in 29 states, 56 in Texas, 42 in Florida, offering a wide selection of merchandise. This is Dillard's. They're going to make $44.82 this year, and it's a $332 stock. So that's a pretty reasonable PE of around what seven eight. Next year, though, they're going to make twenty six dollars and eighty cents. So that means a PE is going to go up. Uh, return on equity is high, fifty seven percent, which is very good. No no real dividend; they pay a tiny one, but nothing of import. Um, their sales sales are increasing four percent in the most recent quarter. Um, I think I think I I don't think I'd be a buyer Dillard's I don't think so I don't like department stores it's an area I'd stay away from because the internet is, is killing them pretty badly in many parts of the retail space so uh, I'm not keen on Dillard's or its its uh, relatives other type of retail stores like this. On the next invest talk, this story. A new survey says 60% of Americans see crypto investing as highly risky. Only 60%? Crypto remains among the least popular investments in a, with 10% of the Americans. I don't like it. 888-99-CHART. At this point, I think almost
4: everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. In today's environment, it can be difficult
2: to evaluate and then adequately adjust for the hazards introduced by the various forces affecting the markets. So KPP Financial is preparing a special wealth webinar, Income Opportunities in a Rising Rate World. This free online wealth webinar will be presented live this Thursday, December 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. Learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com eight 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 ninety
1: nine chart Okay, um, let's talk about what the Deutsche Bank uh, thinks and says that are the biggest risk that faces us in 2023, faces the stock market in 2023. Number one, they only had two, they only listed two. Uh, the worst one was the... Ex- if the uh, if the expected recession is worse than expected, if the coming recession they see is worse than expected, that's the biggest risk to the stock market. If it's not, if it's as expected, they don't think the stock market is necessarily going to crash because it's expected and the price is built in. Now, how anybody would know that? I mean, know what to what really will happen. It's impossible because you don't know what the Fed's going to do. You don't, There's so many variables that it's impossible to tell you it's going to be a short, shallow recession. You can make guesses based on those variables, but you're just still guessing. So that was the number one uh, biggest uh, risk, they think, to the stock market, is that the recession is going to be worse than it's expected. The other one is stagflation. Now, stagflation is low growth, high inflation, and elevated unemployment. Now, we have high inflation, and we do have fairly low growth, but not elevated unemployment. They think that's the second biggest risk to the stock market this coming year. So, But those are the only two that they listed, which surprised me. I thought they would have, you know, four or five. You know how these banks are. And, you know, this is their job, the forecast, and the forecasters that they have, you know, get paid big bucks to come up with, you know, answers. But they didn't. That was our opinion. Okay, let's pivot back to another Voice Bank question that came in earlier. eight 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 ninety nine chart
4: Hi, uh, this is Lauren from North Carolina. I'm calling about a stock called Vale, V-A-L-E. Um, I have a bunch of it, and I wanted to know what y'all's thoughts were about if it's a good long-term play, short-term play, um, hold it for the dividend, Um, just whatever your general thoughts are would be great. Uh, Thank you. Love the show. Appreciate it. Bye.
1: Okay. This is a Brazilian company engaged in the mining exploration of minerals in Brazil and other countries. And it would be nice if we didn't have to worry about any of the political risks for this company, because it's a very low-priced company, Vale, V-A-L-E is the symbol. they're going to make $3.47 this year. They made 50, $5.01 last year per share. And $2.44 is the estimate for next year. It's a $16 stock, meaning so it's about a 7 PE. The PE range is 2 to 39. What's really nice about Vail is they pay 8.7% dividend yield. Turn equity is very high at 73. Cash flow is very strong at $5.47. Management owns 1%. Uh, mutual funds have been buyers of it over the last year, so as I said, the biggest risk is probably political, being that it is, in, it is out of Brazil, um, and you, you just want to watch the, the the government action. Sometimes they, you know, come and attack these successful companies one way or another, denying them mining rights or permits or raising rates or uh, what they have to pay and fees and stuff like that which comes out of left field sometimes now their sales is slowing down next year uh and slowing down a little bit this year but a long-term hold i think it's a good long-term hold fail v-a-l-e okay bam uh let's go ahead and try another one. Eight 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 ninety nine chart
2: hey Stephen justin i'm calling because uh I just recently started a new job and they have ESPP program and I just wanted to see if you guys would recommend joining the program. It is at a discount and it would be for ONTO Innovations, ticker symbol is O-N-T-O. Let me know what you guys think about it, that'd be great, thank you.
1: So usually these ESPPs are a good idea because you get to buy your own company stock at a discount to what the price is. Uh, so you get a you get a bargain, okay? Now there's rules and regulations. How long do you have to hold it? Are you required to hold it for a year, ten years? Uh, I don't do you have to hold it at all? Can you like buy the stock and immediately sell it? therefore make an immediate profit out of it? So you need to know the rules. Is it, and you want to buy a company that's pretty strong, you know, if even it's your own company. This one makes uh, automated and integrated, measurement and inspection systems for semiconductor and flat panel displays. It's a $3.8 billion company selling for $77 a share, so its right; its PE ratio is right at the norm of about 15, that's what the overall market usually is, it's around 15, so it's not cheap and it's not expensive. But I, if you're getting the discount on the stock, I would, I would definitely be a participant. Sales are still growing. You know, we passed the government passed that big spending, billions of dollars for semiconductor manufacturers not too long ago. So I probably would go ahead and take the ESPP program. I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. Got pay attention to the rules though. What are the rules about what you? How long you got to hold the stock and, you know, and remember when you sell it. Remember you got your but you're. Um, What's what your cost basis is. Don't forget that. O-N-T-O, Onto Innovation. Okay, I'm having fun. So let's go ahead and play, you know, a third one in a row. Eight 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 ninety nine chart this is an- Hello this is a- this talk this is uh, Yannick from Denmark. I have a question regarding uh,
2: Meta, M-E-T-A, is the tick symbol, formerly known as Facebook. I have this stock on retirement account that I manage for my uh, girlfriend, bought it last year. Obviously, Meta has been cut in half or more, but I'm considering selling this, taking a big loss. However, the thing is, uh, this is a retirement fund. so. I have at least 30, 40 years span of time, so I was wondering if I should just keep it. I think they have a good cash flow, Meta. I know that uh, it's not one of your favorite companies, but I'd like to
4: hear your opinion. Thank you.
1: Okay, uh, this is Meta Platforms, M-E-T-A, provides a platform enabling members to stay connected with friends and family via Facebook.com. So uh, they're going to make $9.11 a share this year, down 34% from last year. That was the biggest year they had last year. Then they're going to make $8.12 next year. It's $114 stock. Now, it went from $340, which was ridiculously expensive, right? Ridiculous. But no, everybody was buying it, going as it went up there. No one was uh, worried about it. I wasn't, and I certainly was worried about it. Now it's selling for $114 and it's going to make $8.12. Okay. So now it's at a more reasonable price compared to its fundamentals. Return on equity is 31%, which is very high. Cash flow is very strong at $17. does not pay a dividend. So uh, um, if you're a long-term holder, I think at the current price is a bargain, and I think they'll still make money and grow their money, and that uh, price will go up. But don't expect it to go back at $340 a share, $350 a share, whatever it was. That's going to take years, if it does ever make it. Everybody got used to all these high flyers thinking that that's what tech stocks should sell at. Well, guess what? Tech stocks also sell off like this. And then they take a while to build back time. time. And whether or not Facebook can make it depends on their technology and how popular they are and all those other factors fundamentally it looks reasonably priced at this point okay let's go to Matt in Cabo San Lucas in Mexico hi Matt
0: hi how are you doing Steve
1: good thanks for the call
0: I was calling about Western Union WU
1: okay you want to be a buyer or?
0: I own it I'm uh-huh. down about 20 percent, and
1: the
0: dividends looks pretty good now but i i uh just wondered if it was worth holding i really didn't buy it for the dividend
1: okay if you didn't buy it for the dividend it's probably not worth holding because it doesn't really have a lot of potential growth western union everybody provides money transfers and payments via 550,000 agent locations in more than 200 countries and territories i think that i think the problem you're going to have with it matt is competition from companies like Venmo and that and their that type of company, um, and I, I think that the competition is going to be very difficult for them going forward. They make money; they've always made money. Uh, you know that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Their return on equity is pretty good, but they have a pretty high debt load, and that worries me tremendously. I mean their debt is going to crush them because their cash flow is only two dollars and eighty one cents. Uh, which is, would be a pretty decent cash flow if your debt wasn't so huge that you got a service. It takes most of that money. It takes most of the two dollars and eighty one cents to pay the debt. So I, okay. even though it pays a six point seven percent dividend, uh, you know, I, I think I think Matt, I probably I probably leave, take the take the loss and go find something better. It's what I Thanks would do.
0: Thanks again, Steve. Really, really appreciate all your help. Thanks. Thanks
1: for the call. I appreciate it, Matt. We're moving steadily past. It's along, everybody. We're getting close to the, shoot, we're in the second half of the hour. It goes so fast for me. And we only have three weeks remaining in the year. That went fast for me, too. Time goes flying by. It really does. The stock market is still presenting what I call challenging, challenging dynamics. It's challenging. And it's going to be that way for at least a while. I'm not talking about years but I'm talking about into the new year, months into the new year. I think it's going to be challenging. I do think we're probably going to have a rally. But I don't think the rally is going to, like, break the old high. I don't. I might get up to it. So don't get too excited about it. So, But you still need to figure out strategies, how to deal with the market. You need to figure out how, when, what to do based on your personal goals, your personal risk factors. You have to figure it out. If you're having trouble doing that, let us help you. Justin Klein and I, we we own and manage uh, KPP Financial in uh, Orange County, California, between San Diego and L.A. Um, and I'll remind you that we provide unbiased guidance. Uh, we also practice in parallel investing, meaning we like to buy the same things for ourselves as our clients. Um, and we'd love to take a look at your portfolio to help you out with yours. First, though, we'd like to talk to you and see what kind of risk you want to take and see if that matches your portfolio. It's that simple, really. How much risk do you want to take, and do you know if you're taking the right amount of risk? Or do you have a lot of risk in your portfolio? I'd be happy to explain it, talk to you about it, help you, guide you through it, even if you don't become a client. We'll still help you. So give us a call. We'll take a look. 888-99-CHAR is our number. That's the number for the radio show for your calls. This is Invest Talk. Next up will be another listener line question, so hang on.
2: In today's environment, it can be difficult to evaluate and then adequately adjust for the hazards introduced by the various forces affecting the markets. So KPP Financial is preparing a special wealth webinar, Income Opportunities in a Rising Rate World. The webinar will be led by KPP principal and Talk host, Justin Klein. This free online wealth webinar will be presented live this Thursday, December 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Learn more and register now at InvestTalk.com.
1: Hello. Wanted to get your opinion on ticker symbol PBR. It is a Brazilian oil company. I was looking at it for the dividends. Thank you. Petro Brazil, everybody, Petroleo Brazil, ADR. So it's a Brazilian-based company engaged in the exploration, refining, production, and distribution of oil and gas. Huge company, $67 billion in size. They're going to make $5.27 this year, which was an 80% increase over last year. Next year, they're going to make three sixty-eight. It's a $10 stock. So you can't get much cheaper than that, right? I mean, from a PE ratio, they pay a huge dividend, which is probably not sustainable. They're not going to pay seventy-one percent dividend. That's not going to happen. Sales growth is still very strong. I I like it. I like it because it's so cheap. Even though you got the risk of being a Brazilian oil company, that is a risk because it's a political risk. Uh, return equity is so high that I like it. And the earnings are pretty strong. Sales are very strong. Um, the, the, I, I think it's a good company to own Petro Brazil P B R. Okay. Let's go to bill in Northern California. Hi, Bill. Hi, Steve. Good afternoon. Um, well, I, I told the gentleman who answered, uh, MT, which is our uh, seller our seller metal. Yeah. Um, but I was actually kind of more interested in BHP, okay, uh, bulletin group. Uh, um, but both of those, if you could. But BHP first, I have that for the dividend. It looks like they, you know, some of these foreign companies through the, um, <coughs> um, ADRs only pay, you know, dividend once or twice a year. Um, Usually, that doesn't yeah. pro- It looks like they pay a
0: really good, steady dividend. I mean, it varies, but it looks like even if they cut it.
1: Lowered it, it would still be a pretty good dividend. So yeah, that's would... the reason I'm buying it. If I get you know. okay, yeah, this is. Uh, what ast- do you think about that? D- okay, dividend stability on that. Okay, uh, it's a strong company engaged in the mining and um, metallurgical, energy, coal, iron ore, oil, gas, magnet needs. They're going to make five dollars seventy-eight cents this year, five dollars thirteen cents next year. It's a sixty-three dollars stock paying a ten percent in a dividend. I think they might cut the dividend, but I still think it's going to be a very high dividend. We're in tech, return on equity is 44%. I think it's a good, strong company. I think it's a good one to own. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the call. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here to help you with your financial freedom. That's what we're doing. Give us a call, 888-99Chart.
2: The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. So, how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief
1: risk quiz. 888-99 chart. Let's go to Nick in Manhattan Beach. Hi, Nick. Hey,
0: Steve. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm,
0: uh, all right. I'm calling about Planet Labs, ticker symbol PL. Um uh, sorry, I said MP material. I got it wrong. Uh, ticker PL. Okay. PL. It yeah. is a, uh, about a billion dollar company that is in space. It, they operate about th- over about 350 satellites in low orbit, uh-huh. similar to uh, SpaceX's business operations. Mm hmm. Um, they're doing about fifty million dollars in sales a quarter and rapidly. And capital expenditures are less than ten percent of revenues. And uh, I just had to growing rapidly. Well And then. it's not only anyway, I think it's I think it's a good business, small cap. Um I was wondering what your thoughts on this.
1: Okay, uh there's Planet Labs that we provide satellite imagery data. Uh, Geospatial Solutions for Companies, Governments, and Civil Society. It's a $1.4 billion company. It's a $5.35 stock. The only problem is they don't make money. They're not going to make money this year. They're not going to make money next year. And they're not going to make money in 2024. They're going to lose $0.38 a share. Sales are growing. As as you mentioned, it's about $50 $50 million in uh, a quarter. Uh, and that's up from the low 30s a year ago. So the sales are growing, um, not as fast as I'd like to see it. It's a 1.4 billion dollar company, doing 50 million. So it's kind of expensive on the price to sales ratio. Um, the cash flow is negative 33 cents a share. Management owns 10%, which is a positive thing. And mutual funds are strong buyers. So some, there used to be 46 mutual funds owning this company a year ago. Now there's 191. So it does have potential, but it doesn't make money. So because of that, I'm not interested until it makes money and turns itself around. But I think it's going to be able to do that. But it's not for me. Good luck with it. I hope it works for you. I hope it, I really do hope it works for you, Nick. Appreciate the call. Um, okay. Okay. How much do you make in retirement before triggering taxes? It's not very much. If, you know, I'm talking about federal income tax. Single filers, if you make over $25,000, you're gonna pay, have to pay some income tax. If so you make over $25,000. So if you're making $25,000 on Social Security, it's taxed. So Social Security income, you might be taxed on Social Security. Depends on how much you make. If you're married, it's 32000 32, a year. Hmm. So if you're married and you divorced each other, hmm. I know I know some people have done that. So be careful. Anyways, uh, the way you can avoid this if you have assets and you're trying to avoid paying taxes, you know, there's always those tax-free bonds and the yields are getting better and better on those things in recent months. So you might want to consider that. Okay, Harvard School of Environment says this is the biggest money mistake you will you will regret. The biggest money mistake you will regret, according to Harvard School economists. And that is number 1, retiring early. Retiring early because they say you don't have, most Americans don't have enough money. They will not make it. They cannot survive on the money they've saved up. It's too little. They save too little. And, of course, markets have retreated recently, so your assets have gone down for 2022. Uh, And they also say people underestimate health care costs because they underestimate how long they're going to live. Okay? And they also quoted shaky social security benefits it's kind of shaky i don't know if you should just rely on that you've heard me tell you don't rely on social security for retirement rely on yourself social security is just extra for you everybody out there listening rely on yourself for retirement i'm c Peasley, and this completes another invest Out program Justin Klein, I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free download podcast. Get your downloads anytime at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We have achieved more than 47.8 million downloads, and we really want to thank you for that. Please be sure to rate us at iTunes. We appreciate that, too. Independent thing and shared success. This is Invest Talk. Have a good night, everybody.
0: Invest Talk is a trademark of KPP Financial.